0: Hello and welcome back to my podcast. Sorry, I've been doing my update uh, for July, but um, it was a lot going on, and I didn't didn't have a chance to get around to making doing this uh, podcast. But um, welcome to August, everyone, and uh, I'm here to let you guys know uh, exactly what's been going on me with me. Um, Last um, uh, podcast I uploaded was in June, if I'm not mistaken. But um, I had went and uh, seen the doctors. I got um, information on um, what I should do about the next situation. And um, right after uh, we discussed about doing uh, the physical therapy, uh, I end up getting a new rheumatologist. So um, when I went to go see my new rheumatologist, um, he looked at the uh, 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 the X-rays, the flexibility X-rays, and stuff that I had done uh, prior to before coming and see him. And um, I end up uh, have to go and have more X-ray done on my neck, and he wanted to see. Um, what was actually going on? Uh, before I went to this uh, appointment with the new rheumatologist, I was uh, doing some light house cleaning, and I was in my pantry. Uh, I was down in, at the bottom, uh, trying to get something out, and I was coming back, back and out of the pantry and i thought i had cleared but i did not i hit my back of my neck up on the shelf above me and i felt this pop sound in my neck so um and i saw i have an pain migraines continued, got worse and worse so when i did go see the new rheumatologist, i um uh, And mentioned to him that I heard a pop in my neck. So that's the reason why he asked me to go have x-rays done. So when I got the x-ray done, I went back in to see him. And uh, when my uh, C1 was connected to my spinal cord, it had cracked. Just from that, me bumping my head up on this shelf. So he uh, said that I needed to have surgery because at first they didn't want to do surgery because it was infused and um, they didn't want to take a chance and touch it so um, he put me into a neck brace and had me to wear it to support my neck where I wouldn't damage it anymore, you know, my spine and stuff anymore than I had already done and um, I uh, he asked His lady in the referral to um, get uh, find me a surgeon that was uh, at the hospital where I have all my surgery surgeries at, and um, and he told her to do that at ASAP now. Mind you, I seen him on June I mean July eighth, and uh, so July 9th, he was expecting for her to then you know, send the information to where, you know, it needs to be. But when he told her this, I was trying to inform her that she, their office couldn't get the approval through my insurance. They would have to send it to my internal medicine, like my primary care doctor, for them to send it to my insurance company. Her response was to me that, "Oh, I know how your insurance works," and I'm like, "Okay, but you know, I'm just trying to help this along, you know, so I can get in to see a surgeon really soon." So um, I waited a week. That was on a Thursday when I went to see him. That next Thursday, I called back and asked him, you know, what was going on with the uh, excuse me, with the referral, and the lady in the referral went talking to me, so she was relaying message back through the reception to me, saying that uh, it takes 14 days, and I'm like, uh, okay, but did she send it to my primary care? And she, the lady responded back, no, she sent this directly to your insurance company. And okay so I waited another week I called back on the next Thursday and asked them did they get any information back from the insurance company and she told her to tell me that uh it takes 14 days and um for them to respond so I asked her did she mark urgent on the on the paper when she sent it in And she said, no, she didn't. I'm like, okay. So, that was the second week. So, I waited and uh, called back the third week. The following Thursday, I called back again and asked her. So, then they put me on hold for 20 minutes. I guess they thought I was going to hang up, but no, I sat there on the phone. So when they came back to the phone and said, can I hear you? I am still waiting to talk to the lady in referral. So she said, oh, this is me, but I'm knowing this wasn't her because I have heard this other lady voice so many times before I knew she wanted a lady in referral. So uh, she was saying that uh, they got it back and uh, they wanted them to send it to uh, my primary care. And I'm like, okay, I. that's what I explained to you the day t- when I told her. I said, this is what I explained to her the day I was there on the 8th that she had to send it to my primary care. So I asked her, I said, so when are you sending it? And she said uh, she said that she's going to be uh, sending it out at the end of, the, of that day. That was on that Thursday. So to uh, my primary care. So on that Monday, I called my primary care now. And I asked them did they uh, receive a uh, notification from the rheumatologist for me to go see a new surgeon. And um, they said no. And the lady in the referral at my primary care, she asked me, do you know the doctor name they wanted you to see? I told her yes. She said, well, okay, I'm going to go ahead and send it in to the insurance company. And that was on the 25th. <clears throat> of July, so, my primary care, now, she sent it in that Monday, that Monday afternoon, I got a call from my insurance company, said it was approved, and then on that Tuesday, my primary care called, and told me they had faxed it over to the the new surgeon that, you know, it had got approved I'm like, okay, so that was on that Tuesday so that, I waited that Wednesday to see what they're gonna call me I didn't get a call, so I called them on that Thursday. The the surgeon, now, then their system was down. And when I called, she told me to call back in about an hour. I called back in an hour. Yeah, the, the system was down. Then their phone system was down. So their phone system was down that Thursday, that Friday. So, uh, and I think it was down that Friday until about i say about 4 because they called me at um, 6 o'clock to set up my appointment to come in and see the surgeon. So uh, she said the earliest she could get me in was on August the 17th. So I went ahead and scheduled myself for that appointment. But she said if they get a cancellation, they would call me 24 hours prior to me coming in to see the surgeon. I'm like, okay. So that's where I'm at now, waiting to go see this third surgeon uh, about repairing my neck. And um, I have to go and see my um, gastro doctor on the 18th because they want to uh, do a uh, Upper and lower GI to see to make sure the cancer hadn't came back. Uh, so because I, you know, I was in 2019, I was diagnosed with colon cancer. They went in, they removed it, but they wanted, they said they had got everything, but they wanted to make sure that it hadn't formed back up again. Uh, so um, that's uh, where I'm at right now. But like, it's been two years trying to get in. To get this neck surgery done and it's not been fun at all for me. You know, uh, it's frustrating, you know, trying to, you know, get this this done because I'm wearing a neck brace and everything. And so when I went to go see the rheumatologist um on the 28th of uh, last month, um he they took my blood pressure. My blood pressure was like 120 over 109 so he told me I had two options I can sit there and let him give me a shot or I can be going and get admitted in the hospital I told him no I take the shot although I don't like taking shots I don't like needles like that so I went ahead and took the shot because I did not want to get admitted in the hospital because I'm trying to get you know in to see this uh, surgeon so I took the shot and then I had to sit there an hour to make see did my blood pressure go down so the bottom number did go down to uh, it was like 124 over 78 so he said okay you I'm gonna let you go home and I still been monitoring my excuse me been monitoring my uh, blood pressure as usual so um, like I said right now that's where I'm trying to get in no with that, so I have to go and see my primary care tomorrow. But I'm calling them today because uh, the lady called me to set the appointment. Uh, she said she hadn't got the re- the referral, but she's gonna go ahead and schedule schedule me for the day. For no one, you no, know, I wouldn't miss out. So I calling my uh, primary care name today and uh, give them their fax number because she said it might not have the correct fax number so i'm gonna call them when that office open up and give them the fax number that the surgeon um, reception gave me so they can go ahead you know they have it on file there so when i come in on the 17th or like she said if they get a cancellation before then but they need that referral and so once I get uh, talk to them today I'm gonna do that and then tomorrow I have to go in and see him anyway to set up a home care because after I have the surgery I'm gonna have to have home care for the nurse to come out and change the bandages and stuff like that so uh, that's no that's pretty much where I'm at now and I have to go see my uh, pulmonologist on Thursday, so he wanted me to have a CT scan done of my lungs without contrast be- uh, for my appointment uh, this, before I see him. But when I made when I tried to make the appointment, you no, know, they was booked completely all the way up into September. So, when I go see him on Thursday, I'm just going to, you know, they was booked already when I first tried to, you know, set up the appointment. And all the only appointment I was able to schedule for was September the 6th. So, that's going to be next month. So, he's going to have to wait to see uh, the x-rays uh, with the CT scan about my lungs, you know. See, if the medication working and everything but um, I'm hopeful and praying that, you know, the medicine is working, but I'm um, still on two pills a day because I tried going back up to three like he asked. I start having migraines constantly. I start coughing more and more. So I called him and he told me just go back to two and just stay on two until I come in and see him. And then, you know, like he said, he want to see the CT scan, so... I might have to wait on the CT scan to next month to see if it actually helping, you know, to slow down the growth um, of my lung, on tacking. But, like I said, it's been really difficult. Like, um, last month, like I, said, I had so much going on last month, you know, cup um Like I said, I was expecting to have the surgery done last month. I ended up canceling uh, trips that I had planned for that month. Uh, As you know, I ended up uh, missing uh, my aunt's um, uh, 75th birthday party. And then my other aunt, uh, her birthday, I miss having going to her birthday party the one that turned 94 so you know those were trips that i had planned but i you know was hoping that i would have you know, been no got in seen the surgeon got this taken care of but it didn't work out that way and now i'm here waiting to uh try to get this done because you know It's it's frustrating, you know, walking around with a neck brace and I'm I'm only allowed to take it out for three hours a day. And then uh, my rheumatologist, he decided to put me back on pain meds. He said to try to help with the pain. And the pain med that he put me on, it doesn't work, Um, it numbs the pain. For maybe two hours, didn't come right back. But he got me on the pain meds, taking them three times a day. And, you know, like he said, you know, to try to help with that. And I reminded him before when I seen him, because the rheumatologist and I'm saying, now I have seen him before. the last time I seen him was in 2017. And, um, <clears throat> They, uh, I was going to see him and he had me on a regimen of two pain medication. You no, know, one that was a time release, that's the one he put me back on this time. And then I had an action on one that's fast, act- that activated right then. Now that's the one I really need to interact with the one that I'm on now. But he said he wanted to see how that worked out and see before he decided to add the other one back on. And he said, I might end up doing it after the surgery to see how you know, I'm doing with the pain. And got the x-rays back on my right wrist, how he did x-rays on my right wrist and my left. And the right wrist where I had the wrist implant put in, the titanium screw held, came Apart from the actual connection where it's supposed to connect. So when I went to see him on the 28th, he was hoping that I had had the surgery on my neck so he could schedule me to go see a hand surgeon to get that taken care of. But now we're gonna have to push that back till I get the neck surgery done. But I don't know how long I have to be in the neck brace this time when they do the surgery. because. When I had the uh, surgery done before, I was in a neck brace for um, eight weeks, and I, you know, I don't know how long this one's going. I'm gonna have to wear the neck brace after I had the surgery. But I know when I do go in and have the hand surgery, it's. Um, I know I'll be in a cast for like four months, and then after the four months of being in the cast, then I have to go to physical therapy. And my right hand is my dominant hand. So I will have to learn how to rewrite over, how to hold things, you know, because it's going to, I'm, you no, know, it's going to be difficult doing it. And the last time I was in physical therapy, when I had the first surgery done on my hand, it took me a year and a half to go through physical therapy. So I said, you know, I'm blessed. I'm thankful. But I Sometimes, you know, like in July, I was, um, I was mostly depressed a lot and frustrated. I talked to my count- uh, therapist. Um, we did video chat, you know, confirm. It was just been annoying to me, you know, to the point of where it hurts to walk. I cannot lift my arms too far to try like, you know, scratch my hair, or do my hair, it hurts, my hair hurts. Uh, I had to get my daughter-in-law to come over and uh, interlock my locks for me, cause I have locks and it took her three days to do it because my, every time she would, it would hurt just that bad, just having her touch, you know, doing my hair. So it took her three days to do that. And I'm grateful and thankful that, you know, she was able to come and help me do that because I normally interlock my own hair. But uh, it's been a joy. I mean, last month was really hard on me, you know, trying to get things done. And I'm getting back on track. Uh, this is August the 1st, I guess. I'm trying to get back on track of doing things, you know, keeping up, you know, keeping you guys updated on what's going on. Um, I have a lot of topics that I want to share with you guys that I have been uh, reading up on and talking to uh, other people that have lupus and not lupus teens. Uh, so, um, I just, you know, just want to come on right now and just tell y'all what is what's going on, but, you know. August, you know, this month, I'm definitely going to be working on getting these uh, podcasts out to y'all, giving you information that I have came across that might help, you know, some people, you know, a lot of the things that I have been reading and stuff, like uh, where I get these uh, lesions and stuff on my on my leg and stuff, like bruises and stuff. Uh, they have a whole topic to be talking about on the lupus program. So, um... I'm gonna share all that with you all, you know. And I know I have talked about the diet thing with y'all, okay. And uh, we, I have notes and stuff to talk about the depression of how people we feel during depression, especially me with lupus. You know, it's a lot of stuff that you know I wanted to get out to y'all last month, but I wasn't able because, like I said, I was depressed and frustrated myself, and I needed to take care of myself. And I wasn't able to think and function like I should have. I've um, been working with my crystals. I've been doing more meditation, so I'm getting back in the swing of things now. And I just wanted to come on and share this with y'all right quick and let y'all know what's been going on with me. And I appreciate and thank you all. You know, great. You know, I am so grateful that you know I am able to do this because I know when I first had no it was going to get more you know things was going to get worse so I I'm going to go through a lot of different things I'm thankful and blessed that I have not had no kidney failure or liver failure because those are uh, other organs that the lupus attack also so and I I'm just you know grateful and thankful and I'd like to thank all of you all for listening to my podcast, sharing my podcast. I really, really appreciate it. And I will definitely be back and let you know exactly when I'm gonna be able to get this surgery done. Since I have an appointment to see a new surgeon, and I know the lady, uh, the referral lady. Well, not the. the, the the receptionist was telling me that after I see the surgeon, he normally schedule the surgery maybe one or two days after he meets with me to see uh, how severe it is. You know, so I'm prepared for that. But thank you all again. And you all have a wonderful August. Stay safe out there. Namaste. Hello and welcome back to my channel. <clears throat> Excuse me, my voice got a little cracky. Um, I've been having a rough week, a couple of weeks actually, still having an issue with my neck. But I'll talk about that later. But today I want to talk to you all about the lupus, the right, this symptoms. Um, those, that's for people that have lupus, that uh go through these um kind of symptoms and is actually dealing with your kidney and it causes kidney damage and on our lupus team um there have been a uh, couple of of the team members that's going through that now and i thought that maybe you know i should you know bring that to other people's attention also that that's not going, you know, that's going through it or having the same symptoms and they might want to talk to their doctors about it if the doctors haven't noticed it already. Uh, The symptoms uh, actually are um, foaming urine, weight gain, blood in the urine, your head and face and leg swells, you have fatigue uh you frequently urinate at night and like I said you know for the doctors to them to be able to diagnose you know this disease um they normally do it through you know blood work and urine tests and uh Some of them were saying that, you know, they monitor them by, you know, through the um, blood pressure in some cases. You know, you end up having kidney uh, biopsy done. Yeah, But, you know, um, like I say, you know, with lupus, having an autoimmune disease is, you know, it actually does a lot to your body. You know, it attacks different organs at different times. And with me, it attacked my lungs first. And I say, you know, everybody go through different stages of, you know, of having lupus, you know. And um, there are, you no know, different signs, you know, that you know when you have c k d that's chronic kidney d- disease or e s r d in the stages uh result disease and that's you no know, that's from like short of breath fatigue difficult of sleeping and staying asleep itchy skin headaches muscle cramp nausea you know and um you know Electronic um like yeah, like you know electrical like uh discharge, like uh you feel like um how did they she described it? She described it as like um shocking or just like if you have uh five miles, just how your nerves, you know, be tingling and stuff. That's the way she described it. Uh one of them. People on the lupus team described this, how she felt, you know. And she thought she had phytomyelitis, but it came to find out that she had nephritis, lupus nephritis. So, you know, and it is a high risk of, you know, to your heart, your blood vessels, um, uh, you end up having heart failure, or you get, you no know, symptoms of, like you having a heart attack. You know, like I say, um, I'm going to list, you know, put the lupus, my lupus team, that's what it's called. That's where we all go to have lupus and where we can, you know, it's like a big support group where we can talk to each other, you know, online, you know, and share you know, information and stuff, you know, that, you know, that might help us, you know and that's helping us and that might be able to help others so i will have that in the description if you like to know you know sign up and check it out you know or give it to someone that know that you know that's going through lupus because we talk about all different things there on you know that's pertaining to lupus you know the, the disease how it attacks your body you know what organs like i said everybody that have lupus It you know it attacks them differently. You know some people they only get a no maybe one or two uh, autoimmune disease after they've been diagnosed with lupus, but in my case I was diagnosed with five all at once. Like I said, lupus is it's a tricky disease, and you, you know you have to have a lot of patient and understanding and faith you know to be able to get through it because I've been dealing with this um, 19 years and um, this come October and um, like I said it's I have really been through a lot you know over these past years you know dealing with this stuff you know and it's it's no fun, you know, when, you know, you're you going through something and there's no one around you can understand what you're going through because a lot of people think that you just, you know, being a chondriac, you know, say, oh, you know, you just want attention and stuff like that. It's not that. When you know your body is doing something that is not normally due, it's best to have it checked out. And I tell everybody this. You know, if you're not comfortable with your first uh, diagnosis, get a second, a third, a fourth. Like in my case, I'm going to go in now and see another neurosurgeon. This will be my fourth diagnosis that I'm going in for. About my neck. I've been suffering with my neck for the last two years. I've been in a neck brace. Uh, a cervical spine neck brace for two years and this is something that I know that I needs to get taken care of um, when I went to see the other three doctors they said that it was um, my C1 was connect had fused to my spinal cord and they didn't want to take a chance on that. And like two weeks after I had got that diagnosed, I was in my kitchen, in my pantry, down on the bottom shelf looking for something, and when I came up, I didn't come out of the pantry enough, and I hit the back of my head up on the top, the shelf above me, and I heard a loud pop. So I called my uh, internal medicine doctor, and I told him, and I... uh, called my rheumatologist and I told him also so he had me to go and have x-rays done on my neck again and this time the x-ray show where I bumped my head, When the C1 was infused, it cracked on my spinal cord from, uh, cracked away from my spinal cord so I was very blessed to not being paralyzed when that happened, because the doctor said I could have ended up paralyzed from that, just from that jar like that. So I, I'm i like I said, I'm very grateful and thankful that the, no, it didn't happen, that I'm still able to be able to go see a neurosurgeon and maybe this neurosurgeon can be able to fix my neck. Because, like I said, the pain is unbearable now. And I have not been taking any of my medication but my blood pressure medication because I have the upper GI that's coming up on Thursday because they wanted me not to take the other medication because it would interfere with you no, know, the testing when they get ready to do it so it's I've been kind of off balance for a whole week so I got you know up until Wednesday, uh I will start uh drinking that stuff they want me to drink to clean my bowels, my my stomach out and everything. And I go in on Thursday at eleven and I go in for the procedure, I think about twelve thirty they say, but they want me there at eleven o'clock for they get me prepped and everything. So like I said, it's you no know, it's been kind of difficult and I was able to get back on uh, my home health care where they have a nurse to come out and um, assess my port, draw my labs, flush my port and everything for me. I was getting all that done where I go and get chemo at, <clears throat> you know, having my labs work done but they don't want me to bring in outside labs anymore. They changed their policy, so I had to get back into my home care because by me having a port, I can't go to, like, Quest, LabCorp, all those different kind of labs, outside labs, to get lab work done because they're not licensed to access my port. And I have small running veins, and plus I have a lot of scar tissue, so it's hard to get uh, lab works done in a normal lab. But um I just wanted you know, to come on and uh you know let y'all know about the new uh, disease that's actually attacks people, kidneys and you know and hopefully, you know, that you can, you know look it up, you know, and talk to your doctor and get a more about it. Understanding, I just you know gave a few of the um things that was happening to some of of the people that's in my lupus lupus team and um and I was taking notes as you know we was talking, and I just jotted those few down because I figured that those was the most important ones. And, like I said, um a lot of them you know, like I said, the doctors you know they try them on different things and everything, but you know, a lot of them said they ended up they had to get dialysis, they're on dialysis now because you know it don't got to that stage, but I keep them in my prayers, and you know and hope in that, you know, that they pain ease for them. That you know, they don't have to suffer so bad, you know, they get some comfort, you know, this you know, because being discomfort in pain is no fun for anyone, you know. And chronic pain like I'm going through is is really difficult at times for me. Uh, to be able to function like I and I want to uh, with this neck issue. I have gotten to the point that I can't walk long distance, um, short distance even hurt. So imagine me trying to walk a half a mile or a mile. I'd be really in a lot of pain, probably have to call my daughter and tell her, hey, I need you to come and get me. I'm here. I can't make it back. So now I don't even try to do any walking long distance at all. You know, like I said, just a short walk, you know, from a car into a building that's put pressure on my neck. And when I get back home, I am in so much pain. And that pain lasts for two to three days, just that little short distance from walking from the car into the grocery store and then walking around in the grocery store and stuff like that. Uh, there's certain times I like to go to the grocery store and get certain things. Yes, you know, they have all these different things that, you know, they can deliver your food and stuff, but a lot of people don't know how to pick produce. And they bring me produce that's not at my standard uh, or they don't know how to pick meat uh, that's not at my standard it's, uh, it's you know, too fatty or is you know almost you know, out of date you know stuff like that. I'm very ticky about my food. If I order something to be delivered it'll be mostly canned foods or something in a can or pasta or something like that. I don't order my like Vegetables, fresh vegetables, fresh fruits, and bread, stuff like that. I don't get that in deliveries no more because they wasn't picking the rice right stuff. And it wasn't lasting. And then when they bring it, it didn't look right, especially the last time I had ordered some grapes. And grapes are very expensive. And the bag of grapes that they brought me was like something that had been sitting there for a week or so, and I just trashed it. I didn't even worry about it, even going to try to get it back to the store, and I just trashed it. And that just opened my eyes to say no, stop ordering your, your fruits and vegetables, no, through these apps because the people that goes and pick up your grocery and stuff is not taking an account of they are shopping for if I do a job like that I'm gonna take an account I'm shopping for myself and I want the best so I'm gonna make sure that person that I'm shopping for get the best but a lot of the people don't do that so you know like I said I have to you know a lot of times go out and do it myself and uh, my daughter she goes and get you know stuff because you know I'm picky about what I want when I'm shopping so like I said you don't know, it just a lot of times you know you have to do You know, I have to bite the bullet and go out and do it myself you know I mostly goes to the doctor and at home uh, I been, I have missed church in four months but I watch it online, but I miss being there in the building with my church members and stuff. But I still get a chance to, you know, to catch the service online. And I say, you know, hopefully this surgeon will be able to tell me something, you know, that will, you know, help relieve the pressure that I'm going through in my neck. So I just want to wish all of you all the best. And thank you all for listening to my podcast and sharing my podcast. And namaste. Namaste.